You're listening to the Saints Insider Podcast with Claire White and Simon Leffley. Welcome back to the Saints Insider Podcast. My name is Claire White and your name is? Simon Lethlin. Still? Yep. You've retained that one? For the time being. Excellent. How are you, Lethers? Uh, terrific. Yeah, no, it's been a busy period of time and a bit of a sombre period, uh, obviously, so we're all uh, working away, but got you know, various things going on in our lives and in our thoughts. It has been a very busy, it's been about a month since we did a podcast yeah, and probably in that month the biggest things that could happen at a football club have happened. We'll start with the one most recent and probably um, at the forefront of everyone's minds, the passing of our good friend Danny Frawley. Um, we are recording this on Tuesday, uh, what is it, the 17th of September. Yeah. Tomorrow <coughs> is Spud's funeral. Obviously a hugely emotional time, not just for everyone at the club, but everyone who had the pleasure of knowing Spud. Yeah, it's... Um had a fair few conversations about Spud the last little while because he's um, he's been in he's one of the rare guys who's been in just about every part of the industry, which is unusual. He's been broadcast, play, coach, women's football, um, AFL, CA, um, past player, foundations, um, you know, assistant coaching, and yeah, he's an unbelievable character that's going to be really missed. And he's you know not. Every club's got one or two people that can open doors for you somewhere in the industry, and he was St Kilda's one. So he's, um, yeah, he's going to be greatly missed by this club, but greatly missed by family and an absolute truckload of friends. And a huge day expected tomorrow with, you know, we're opening the doors to, to Spud's beloved Moorabbin for fans to come and watch. What do you think... Um, what do you think – or well, how will you how will you remember Spud and what do you think a lot of those conversations out in the Oval tomorrow will be about his legacy? Um, yeah, look, I dealt with and got to know Spud through his um, work at the AFLCA and then with the broadcasters when I was in different roles managing broadcast partnerships. So we um, only really shared lots of light moments in those scenarios because um, that's what Danny liked. Um and then in my time at security, he was obviously a, a part-time coach last year. And um, again, he got to work, but also, uh, yeah, he he had eyes like a five-year-old on looking to take advantage or prank someone at every opportunity. So I, around the corridors here, I'll remember that mainly from him. But yeah, I've known him for a long time, so I, I'll miss his um, positivity and desire to make everything else in his life better for everyone. Uh, he only had um, positive things he wanted to achieve for the St Kilda Footy Club. He loved the place and that's why the funeral's here tomorrow. Um, and I look forward to seeing a number of his friends from the industry. Um, you know, I've known his brother Tony Frawley for a long time from his work at the AFLNT, so I look forward to seeing Charge. And um, Yeah, no, it'll be a very emotional day, but I hope um, and I know that lots of people will get a few laughs as well once the once the sadness subsides and we all remember Danny because he would like us to be laughing as well. And we had the Trevor Barker Award last Wednesday, <coughs> extremely emotional um, event, but I think we managed to find a fine line between um, respecting Danny and allowing people to mourn but also celebrating his life and the year that was for the club. 
Yeah, I think um, you know Stuart Lowe and Nathan Burke and Robert Harvey, um, to their credit, managed to set the scene appropriately for for the night to unfold, uh, and then be able to recognise the achievements of players. So that was important, and we're very thankful for those three for taking the time as, as well as Mickey Roberts. Um, yeah, and there was a it was a appropriate celebration for some players who'd had um, standout years. Um, obviously, Ryan Marshall and, and Seb Ross and Steely and um, a few others. Gears, who, you know, for his dedication to the club. Um, yeah, and good recognition for blokes like Kel Wookie in their first year to be in top seven and Gresh, who had a consistent year, and JB as well. So that was a good night and um, in some ways nice to be able to all meet up and be able to talk about what had happened early that week uh, rather than uh, everyone be off in different parts of the world now on various holidays, certainly player-wise, so it was, it was good to be able to all get together. And Rowan Marshall really getting a step count up that night, up for three awards um, on the evening. How how do you reflect on Rowan's year? Yeah, we, um, he obviously thought he was a chance. He had the fresh haircut. He um, did. He was looking very schmick. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, look, he missed two games. Round one he was overlooked um, for selection. Um, and then he missed a game with Gastro in round six. So uh, other than that, uh, he probably got going really middle of the year and didn't stop uh, and was very serviceable early on as well. So we've uncovered a, a Ruckman that's you know well regarded in the competition already after 20-odd games and uh, we look forward to building on that with him. And obviously uh, I have to touch on Sebi's year, um, just ultra-consistent as per usual. Yeah, are you a Sebi man or a Basti, or Basti. man? I kind of swing between. T- I know he likes Basti, so mm. I try. But Sebi just comes out. Yeah, I can't get there on Basti, so I'm a Seb man. I have checked with him if yeah. that makes it better, and I okay. think I've got like Sebi clearance. So okay, well, that's good. Mm. Well done. Uh, no Seb, uh, it was consistent as he always is, uh, with some big games in certain parts of the year where he kicked some goals as well and had the impact we needed. So um, yeah, no surprise. He's a very consistent performer for us, but we need. A few more to be as consistent as him and be um, right on his tail um, next year. And one other person who was even more popular than the players on uh, Best and Fairest Night was our new senior coach, Brett Ratton. I thought you were going to say our cellist, our Mick cellist Slick Mick Ryan, Ryan, who was lots of me, me, me time for Mick and he did a pretty good job. For those who don't know, you would have heard Mick probably in the background of either our show or Talking Jack with Jaron. Mick is a globally renowned cellist and mm. did an exceptional opening number at our best and fairest. He was unbelievable and most of the crowd was in the game. I reckon that must be Mick that Ryan's so brother. Like slick. Yeah. Um, but anyway, it was actually Mick and he was unbelievable and he looked really smart because he looks dishevelled around the office at times. He did look good. I might put I think I've got a video I can put some on Twitter so you people should. can go and see. Mick Ryan, cellist of note. Yeah, it was um, incredible. Yeah, he was unbelievable. But joined in the popularity stakes, Rat Ratton. Yeah, Every rats. time Rat's name got mentioned. Who also looks dishevelled around the office. He does, but in like a charming way, I reckon. Yeah. Yeah, no, he's – look, he's uh, he's got the players and the club in the palm of his hands at the moment. That'll change when the games start because he'll be under the pump, but he's, um, he's already having influence, leading well, um, up and about to organise the program for next year. Um, and – we're getting some good people around him. We'll have some announcements soon on locking down coaching structures and some other support, uh, which will be good for Rats. But he's in; yeah, he's going well, and it was a very popular decision, but a decision that was easily made in the end based on um, how well Rats held himself, presented himself, and um, where we think he can take us. 
do you um, are you just glad that that whole selection thing's over now too? Just no, one I, less thing on your list. Oh, not really. I don't, I don't mind. You know, it is my job to make sure the football program's got good people in it, so I'm okay with processes as long as we get the right people. And there was some good people to talk to, and a very good uh, candidate got the job. So that's no, it's one less thing to have on your list. But uh, the real stuff starts now in getting the right structure, support, program, and and you know the right playing list, so we give ourselves a chance. Well, two of those people who um, it's already publicly known that they will and won't be here next year. One being Henry Playfair, who he announced today, is um, has taken up position at the Blues. Hank. Big H. Hank is now bound by blue. He is. Um, so that's a good opportunity for Hank um, to develop into some uh, deeper coaching administration stuff with the, the Blues than just line coaching. So good opportunity for Hank. Delightful human. Very nice man. Mm-hmm. Um, he plays fair. Uh, he's a good fella. You had to get it in there. Snuck it in, yep. And uh, Jared Ruffhead was in the office the other day. Yeah. It was very weird seeing him here, if I'm going to be honest. No, that's fair. Ruffy's in this afternoon for this management committee meeting. Um, so he's up and running. He'll start properly um, at the start of November, but he's going to be in and out doing bits and pieces. He's got his laptop and his access card and probably be shooting some hoops. He likes his basketball. But no, he already uh, has immersed himself in parts of the program with uh, Matt Hornsby, you know, giving some ideas around our training schedule and he'll be in list management this afternoon giving his views on some players and our list. Well, one player I'm sure lots of Saints fans will be excited um, that knows Jared is one Bradley Hill, who last week let uh, the world know really that he would like to be here next year but obviously a lot of water to still go under the bridge. Yeah, um, Brad uh, let his club know that St Kilda is the club he'd like to come to and I think we acknowledge that and we'll now get about doing the work required to make that happen so that will be good. He certainly does know Ruffy well um, and hopefully he's here with Ruff plying his trade next year. Uh, still in contract obviously another couple of players who are still in contract yet keep getting spoken about uh, Josh Bruce Jake Carlo and I'll add another one in it Jack Stephen right haven't heard all that haven't heard all that before no. they've never been brought up before do you have any uh, valuable insight for the Saints and Sardis listeners about those three boys uh, well I think you summarised pretty well they're all in contract pretty good players for the club so um, uh, unless they've got different ideas or uh, avenues of doing so, we want them playing with us. Mm-hmm. So um, uh, I guess that'll all unfold in the next four weeks. Um, but yeah, we're under contract and all pretty pretty important people for our team. So that's how I approach it. But um, 17 clubs and list managers and player managers often have different ideas. So we'll see what unfolds, but I'd like them all three of them to be here. The next month, can anything actually be done or is it just like a lot of time on the phone? Yeah, list managers are working the phones. Um, Gags' phone bill this month is going to be yeah. through the roof. Gags uh, has already got a propensity to look angry because he's short and he's starting to get grumpy, which means stuff's starting to happen, which is good. Mm. Unfortunately, he's got Gubby around to just keep him composed. Just around a bit. Yep. Yeah. Very good. So, no, busy few weeks, but um, that'll all unfold. Well, Lethus, I think I'll leave it there because... Um, Didn't you have any more? Oh, no, I do have one more. I do have one more that's actually very exciting. 
I'll take it back because don't let Chris Larkins hear that that I was not going to mention this because this no. is very exciting. Well, I wasn't going to forget because these guys are important. So important. <laughs> uh, co-major Deliveroo. Yeah. Across men's result. and women's. Yeah. How good's that? It's pretty good. They're a big brand um, and they've got a good feel about being with the Saints. I reckon they feel like the right sort of partner. Um, lots of good activations we can do and supporting men's and women's footy. It's a very good result and I'm pretty sure... Nick Rewalt's reasonably content with the deal too because we can officially deliver Roo and he's That's a you. good ambassador for the for the brand. It looks like a cool brand on our jumpers and, yeah, hopefully they're around for a long time, but it's a great result to get a big brand supporting the Saints along with Pepper and Dare and some others that have been there for a long time. And Saints members, we've heard your pleas. We're working on a discount code. And by we, I mean I because yeah, right. I would like a discount That's good. Code. That's fair. Yeah, so I'm hearing you and I'm trying to get it done as soon as I've got one. Back in Saints fans. I'll, I'll let you know. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, Lethers, let's go to list management. I think Is there no letters for Lethers? Uh, no. Oh. See, you know, because we need to get more regular again because we're it's here and then we're gone and, yeah. you know, we're not playing finals. So people. So those ones holidays. you read out are real. Yeah, they are real. Yeah, I just made them up. No, they're real. Okay. Our fans, actually, I do want to give a shout out to a lot of delightful people I met at the Best and Fairest who listen to the podcast and made sure to come and find me and say that they listen and like the podcast. Can you please define a lot? Like five. Wow. Which, when a normal day is zero, yeah, yeah. that's five times as many. Well, apologies, listeners. We haven't been on for a month, but we're back. We're back. They reckon yeah. you and I have fun banter. Yeah, right. Eh? Oh, well. Good times. <laughs> <laughs> Good to know. As soon as we walk, we don't talk out of here. But, no, um, no, we just walk past you in the corridor. That's it. We just save yeah. it all up. We are on-air talent friends. <laughs> That's it, as long as we get the job done. And Anna's given us nothing today here in the studio. No, producer Anna. No. She's just she's over there doing work. Tending like to goose. do stuff on her laptop. But That's anyway, it. we gave Mick Ryan a good plug. Uh, he was very, very impressive. He was. Very, are you going to get him? You've got lots of kids. Maybe you could play like a birthday party. Yeah, that'd be good. Or a Xavier function. Oh, you could, I reckon a Xavier yeah. function would be right. Well, he's a well, Xavier he's a boy, Xavier boy. Yeah. yeah. He's probably their best cellist ever. I did. Dan Hannabury was saying after the, the Speaking function, of guys who aren't good at cello. <laughs> no, but he was like, I knew you when, when you played our year 12 assembly. <laughs> I knew this talent was here. So, well, At least he recognised who he was. Cause no, that's it. Ben McGlynn literally said, that must be Mick Ryan's brother. I'm like, nah, no, that's Mick that's Ryan. that's him. That's yeah. just Mick Ryan. Anyway, go Saints. Go Saints. All the best been listening to the saints insider podcast to submit a question or let us know what you think email podcast at saints.com.au don't forget to subscribe wherever you get your podcast leave us a review and share among your friends